The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. For our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica in the studio. Good morning. Good morning. Erica, do you like going to the theaters, not the movie theaters, but to like watch a play? Um, Yeah, I, I used to. Th- there was a time when I used to. Uh, you lived near Taeyang, though, didn't you? I, I Yeah, I did, actually. And I work right at the hub of Taeyang right now. Makes it so easy. Yeah, I just have to cross the, the road and uh, all the theaters are right there. You, you lived my dream. <laughs> I, I just, I wanted it to be much more accessible and never was. Yeah, and a lot of our students actually, you know, they're, they're in high school, but uh, they're very much into like culture. <sighs> So they go sometimes. catch these shows after school. Which is sometimes surprisingly affordable. Yeah. It starts low. And of course, there are more expensive uh, mm. tickets, too. But nonetheless, there are options out there. Now, this one, this theatrical production is getting a lot of attention. Uh, one, it stars, <laughs> if you like Squid Game, uh, Park Hye-su. Yeah. And, well, what do I say about her? The Queen of Can, uh, Chun Do-yeon. That's uh, right. They're to star in Simon Stone's play, Cherry Orchard. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the reason... One of the reasons we're talking about this is that uh, it, this is uh, actress Chun Do-yeon returning to the stage, like a theatrical stage, uh, for the first time in 27 years. You're kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's taking on the lead role in the play The Cherry Orchard. Mm. So a uh, world-renowned Australian director, uh, he's both a theatrical director mm. and uh, he also is a film director as well. Mm. Uh, Simon Stone is going to uh, direct the the production, which is scheduled to run from June 4th uh, through July 7th mm. at the LG Art Center in Seoul. Uh, Simon Stone has collaborated with uh, some prestigious theaters mm. around the world, including the National Theater in London mm. and the Metropolitan Opera in New York. He's also a filmmaker, I, I noticed, but yeah. he, his, I think, forte and love has always been in theater, theater first. That's right. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Chun Do-yeon, like you mentioned, is going to uh, you know, be on the stage side by side with actor Park Hesu in the Korean adaptation of Anton Chekhov's classic play. Uh, it's reimagined within a Korean context. Uh, the story is set at the turn of the 20th century and uh, it, it contrasts the fate of the declining aristocracy uh, with that of the rising middle class. Now, the two actors are going to bring their modernized portrayals of the two original lead characters, mm. uh, Luba Ranevsky and uh, a pragmatic merchant mm. named uh, Yermolai Lopakin. And uh, this is going to be really exciting for uh, fans of the two actors, as well as just fans of, you know, theatrical productions in general. And, and not to mention the LG Art Center got such a spruce up. Yes, it, it's, that's right. It's an architectural marvel. Mm. And it's such a great fun neighborhood to be in because everything is new, yes. pristine, yep. and not to mention you get to see Chandra and Park <laughs> side by side. And the thing is, is the the 
space is not so big mm. that you get to really see them up close. I think that lucky. Uh, that is the beauty of, oh. you know, being watching a play, mm. actually. Some of the theaters in Taeyangdu, they're so small that you can actually, like, almost feel the actors on the stage breathing. You know, you, know? you could it, hear a such, pin drop. Yeah, it's such an intimate experience. Because I, I saw yeah. Tuesdays with Mori there, a, a Korean adaptation uh-huh. of it. I, I saw a lot of two men play for yes. some reason. And the thing is, I couldn't even breathe, Erica. Yeah. And there's something really magical about that. So immersive and mm-hmm. so exciting. I don't have to sell this to you. You guys are already <laughs> sold. Okay. You said this is Tondoyeon's first theatrical return in 27 yeah. years. So it's probably a significant moment in her career. Yeah. You know, um, we've seen her, you know, she, she's been active in movies, uh, TV dramas. Yes. Uh, but her last appearance on the stage was in The Taming of Rita. This was back in 1997. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, since then, she's earned numerous accolades, including the Best Actress Award at the Cannes Film Festival back in 2007. Mm. Uh, she played uh, the lead character in Biryang, mm. uh, Secret Sunshine, directed by Lee Chang-dong. And uh, at the time, she became the first Korean actor ever to receive an acting award at Cannes. And since then, she yeah. stopped the Queen of Cannes. That's right. In fact, when she made a TV comeback, I think most of us are surprised too. Not to the- see her in the theaters. Uh-huh. It sounds really fun. Yeah. Pakis here is known for his <laughs> roles in the global hits like, I don't know, Squid, Squid Game, Game, Money Heist, Snarko Saints. What is his background in theater? You know, he was in the play Faust uh, yeah. last year playing and the role so of... so good. You oh, did understand. you see it? I, oh, I did see okay, it. good. Uh, <laughs> you know, that was produced by Yang Jung-wong and yeah. he played... Played, uh, his role alongside uh, mm-hmm. actor Yoo In-chun, who is the current culture minister. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, it's He's so good at being evil. Yeah. Deeply. That's right. Twisted and oh. contorted and evil. It's kind of amazing because you see him in interviews and he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he probably <laughs> is. <laughs> All right, so what about the director? What is Stone's tie to Korea? You know, uh, he said in a recent interview, uh, which was released in a video by LG Art Center, he said that his favorite thing to do in his spare time is to watch Korean movies mm. and TV shows. No and uh, he's always wanted to work with Korean actors. And he said this, quote, there's something that Korean actors have that moves between comedy and tragedy effortlessly. That is why I've always wanted to come and do a show here. And uh, he said that in his work, it's very important to be uh, light and relatable to Mm -hmm. the audience. You know, keep the audience laughing, Mm -hmm. uh, which makes the tragedy much harder to deal with when it comes uh, down to it. Because, you know, it's tragedy. But when there's an element of, you know, surprise. comedy, it's yeah. an element of surprise. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, he visited Korea for preliminary discussions in the fall of 2022. He returned in January of last year, conducted a week long mm. workshop with the cast of the show to outline the characters. Mm. And yeah. It's coming soon, June to July. It's a month-long production. Tickets for the play are currently on sale, with the second round of ticket sales scheduled to open in the month of April. You know, I have a tip for some of our listeners. If you're uh-huh. a big like theater goer and you just want to get like early access yep. tickets, you mm. have to just to make a small donation to some of your favorite venues, uh-huh. like Manwan a year. That's yep. ten thousand won. Uh-huh two cups of coffee and you get the first round of opening so oh something. I had no idea yeah especially Seoul Arts Center LGR are so yeah. these big uh, mm-hmm. venues so something that's a great out. tip right for and the listeners yeah I think people are intimidated by the idea of making a donation mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like you don't I don't get a chair for donating Manon right <laughs> <laughs> 
but just a little tip. All right, let's move on to our second buzzword sure. this morning. The benefits of eating a banana. It's much bigger than you might have imagined. Yep. It's apparently more effective at reducing blood pressure than cutting down on... Really? Yes, yes. A recent Erica, study. do you know how hard I try to cut down on salt? I love salt. I love salt. Yeah, I like salt. I'm married food. to salt. <laughs> <laughs> well, scientists have discovered that consuming just an extra gram of potassium, uh, which is the equivalent of two medium-sized bananas, mm. uh, a cup of spinach, or a large sweet potato mm. per day, could be a simple way for somebody to tackle high blood pressure. Um, experts from the George Institute of Global Health and Imperial College London analyzed data from its salt substitute and stroke study. Mm. Uh, they spent five years monitoring more than 2,000, 20,000 people in China who had either suffered stroke or were aged over 60 years old with high blood pressure. Okay, so let's try to understand this study. How was it conducted and what kind of results did it mm-hmm. find? So uh, half of the Participants continued to use normal table salt uh, when they cooked and uh, on their meals. The other half were given a salt substitute uh, in which a quarter of the salt, uh, which is known chemically as sodium chloride, was replaced with potassium chloride. Now, the research found that those uh, who consumed the potassium-enriched salt had lower blood pressure levels as well as a reduced chance of stroke and heart disease. Uh, This new study was published in the Journal of Human Hypertension on Wednesday. Uh, The study revealed that up to 80% of the reduction in blood pressure was because of the increase in potassium rather than a lowering of salt intake. And it's the first study to directly compare the benefits of the two. And they're trying to make a more accurate comparison. Yes. That is fascinating yeah. because we you take a guess in the dark. We usually experiment with our own bodies, right. right? Lessen yep. our salt intake uh-huh. by little bits at a time. Yep. But uh, this is great news because it means you can eat more. Yeah. Just the different kind of food. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Banana, spinach, and sweet potato. Yep. Now, how much increase in daily potassium intake can lower blood pressure levels? Yeah. So just one gram. Okay. One gram of increase in daily potassium intake lowered uh, blood pressure levels. Mm. And during this uh, five-year study, 3,000 people suffered a stroke. But researchers found that those taking potassium-enriched salt were 14% less likely to suffer from one. So two medium-sized bananas or a cup of spinach or a large sweet potato. A cup of spinach is so easy. Yeah, so easy. It's and a so lot of flimsy. people, Koreans eat uh, spinach as panchan, right? Yes, yeah. uh, sautéed, and then uh, we put a little bit of sesame oil That's right. and sesame seed on it. It's delicious. delicious. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying about we love salt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, on to our last buzzword this morning. South Korea is considering remote work on high pollution days. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so we're we're quickly approaching the month of March. Uh, spring days here in Korea can be rather painful for South Koreans. Very hazy. Yeah, very hazy. All that haze, it's not fog. It's, no. it's pollution, basically. It's yeah. a fine dust. And, and now the government is considering recommending remote work or taking leave even on days when emergency measures are enacted to reduce air pollution. So the Ministry of Environment revealed yesterday that a proposal to encourage uh, remote work or leave uh, during high fine dust concentration days is 
currently under review mm. by the Special Committee on Fine Dust. Now, according to the guidelines for implementing emergency measures, uh, local government heads can recommend uh, public facilities like schools, mm. uh, daycare centers to close or shorten class hours. And they can also recommend businesses mm. to adopt flexible work arrangements mm. when the next day's average concentration of ultrafine particle, dust particles is forecast to exceed 75 micrograms per cubic meter. So what this means is 75 micrograms per cubic meter means uh, it's considered a very bad level mm-hmm. of fine dust. Um, now, uh, the the local government heads can also do the same when mm. an ultrafine dust warning is issued. Uh, this is when an average concentration of fine dust is 150 micrograms per cubic meter or more for two hours. Okay, so then let's try to better understand what do flexible work arrangements actually Yeah, <laughs> so flexible work arrangements include, <laughs> number one, shortened work hours, number two, remote work, and number three, part-time work. Now, while regulations exist uh, that allow for the recommendation of flexible work uh, during fine dust emergency Mm -hmm. measures, there's actually been no instance, no actual instance where such recommendations were made. In fact, we just tell our listeners to double their masks. Yes. Because uh, we all have to get to work. Yeah, or if you can, try avoid going outside. <laughs> That's impossible for most you of us, and me. <laughs> most I think of most us. of us are willing to do yeah. that. Now, the springtime response plan typically includes measures to increase the number of coal-fired power plants yeah. to be shut down. That's right. right. So this year, yeah. uh, it's expected that more plants will be shut down compared to previous years. Mm. Uh, last year, for example, during the initial phase of the fine dust seasonal management system, 8 to 14 public coal-fired power generation units were shut down. Those numbers increased to 17 to 26 units when the comprehensive spring response plan was implemented. I don't know. Snow day has a good ring to it. Pollution day just doesn't have a good I ring. I think it's because we're just not used to it. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Flexibility yeah. for our live show. Yeah. Let's just implement it. Yeah. Let's just, you know, get it rolling. We should pave the way. We should be trendsetters. I agree. Thanks, Erica. Pleasure. See you on next Monday. Next week. Yep. See you next week. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.